and operated by Hunter's Bay. Good morning, everybody. This is Sportsbeat, 88.7 on your dial for Friday, January 20th with Dave Percival and... Dan Caswell. And... Grant's here as well. How are you guys doing today? Good. You're looking good, Percy. Good to have you back. It's good to be back. You know, I haven't been in here a heck of a lot, have I? No, but it's okay. I I don't know if they're going to renew my contract. Oh, it's already renewed. It's all renewed. It's all done, yeah. So I can just keep mailing it in the way I'm doing it right now. Yeah. So how's your week been? We can have good shows without you or great shows with you. Oh, Daniel, I, I love you for that comment. Even though it's not true, I appreciate yeah. that very much. Good week, though, guys. Yeah, absolutely. You? I've, yeah, I've had a I've had a very good week. What about you, Grant? Yeah, no problems. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm very happy that it's Friday, and I'm very happy that I have two days to myself. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, fair oh, enough. Nice. I'm not going to read any further into oh, that. Oh no, not it's just like... by myself. I mean, with with my wife as well. But I'm just looking forward oh, to having. Go- thank goodness. Oh yeah. No, I'm not that foolish. Okay. I mean, I'm looking forward <laughs> just to just a nice weekend of just not really doing anything. No plans. You know what I mean? Good. I can that I can carry on now. Nice. I'm okay. Yeah. So Toronto Maple Leaf news, uh, a big win last night against division-leading Winnipeg Jets, 4-1. <laughs> we were talking earlier to our listeners how uh, Samsonov had a tremendous game. I think he had 37-38 saves. Yep. Um, Austin Matthews was dominant. And as you've said, Grant, or, or Dan, or whatever your name is, you yeah, corrected I'll, me. I'll be Grant. I'll be Dan. Call me whatever. Whatever. You corrected me, but you're right. Austin Matthews has been good all year. I think we expect that he's going to score at a 60-goal clip. But as I was saying earlier, everybody has been on him about uh, not scoring as much. Well, guess what? He is one goal back after this number of games as to where he was at the same time last year. One goal. And he's improved his defensive game tremendously. No, for sure. And you saw that. I mean, with the start of the second period, scoring that goal eight seconds in, it's like every single person on that bench for the Toronto Maple Leafs, you just felt the change right there. You knew at that moment that the rest of the team was going to step up, I thought was pretty interesting. And a pretty key goal, too, as well. You know, I in the past, I was awful hard on Mitch Marner. I, You know, I wanted him gone. I think it's a pretty good thing that I'm not the GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs. He scored a beautiful shorthanded goal to make it 3 nothing, because against that team, that's a pretty high-octane squad. No, I mean, in power rankings, I think they're uh, ranked third right now. So it's not an easy win, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely not. And, I mean, how many shots did you say that Sammy got? 37 shots. Yeah, so it's not like they had a bad night, even though it was 4-1. Like, I think the, the story is Toronto capitalized on Winnipeg's mistakes and Hellebuck wasn't as good as Samsonov. Samsonov. Sammy. Samsonite. Like vacuum cleaner. Samsonite. Yeah, Samsonite or, or luggage. Yeah. No, he was you're I think you're hundred percent right. I think it was a lot could have gone a lot different. And again, early on, Winnipeg peppered him with shots. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a great it's a great game. Now, I was gonna bring this up. Uh, there's a number of things we gotta talk about, but Bobachette, it appears, is going to arbitration. 
Um, they're a million and a half per year off of what they should give them. You know, I, my, I don't know what your belief is, Dan, and I'm interested for your opinion on this. I don't think that they should take him to arbitration for over a million and a half when they're throwing money around the way they are. I think it creates a real negative, fosters a negative thing in the player's head these days because they will bring up all the negative things about him, which might be his throwing arm, his that type. What do you think? Because you do need Bo Bichette. Do you? Well, that's my that's, question to you. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I I would have tried to avoid this entirely and, and traded him just because, yes, the, 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 the bat is huge upside. But the defensively, it's uh, it, it's lacking. He's he's not a shortstop, or he's not a good shortstop. How about that? Like you're right, he doesn't have a great throwing arm. He makes more errors at that position uh, than anyone else in the uh, American League. Now, why are the why are we the only ones in the sports show that understand this? They, they must understand at the at the Blue Jays. Yeah, like we're only level. volunteers. How do we know? How do we know this? How could they not know this? <laughs> yeah. But they don't even address. Uh, to anybody that moving him over to second base where he would be far be far preferred to play second base wouldn't he i would think so so i but again i i think they do need his bat i think he brought it around to the point he had a tremendous 30 40 game run yep. and he can still do that year in year out and they're positioned and they just haven't settled him right right. so i think that's a problem for them as great as they've been managerial and the trades they've made i think it's an issue so i know i'm mentioning this now but i have, probably have no grounds to mention this because I don't know more of the story. But I hear, I heard, you may know more, but I heard the Jays have signed 16-year-old with the last name Benia. Right. I wonder if that's a relation of Bonnie, Bobby, Bobby Benia. Apparently it's his son. All right. So, I mean, are they only signing the offspring of uh, former greats? You know, Craig Biggio's son, uh, Dante Bichette. Vladdy Guerrero, you know, now Bobby Bonilla. Kind of like Dubas and the Sioux. Yeah. Very similar. But these guys that they do sign, these international players appear to be uh, real stud players that, yeah. that do come along. So good for them. Yeah. They dip in there quite well. Um, Toronto Raptors last night. You know, I guess this is going to be the Raptors year. Nick Nurse always preached defense, right? Mm-hmm. So they get, they take a Minnesota Timberwolf team who are missing Rudy Gobert, yeah. probably the top defensive center in all of basketball, and Towns another superstar, they go down to a 128-126 loss. They gave up 128 points. That is a major problem. And 130 against Milwaukee the the previous night. Right, missing guys as well. And, you know, but the the thing that I want to stay positive, that's not going to be a good year for the Raptors, it it appears. I thought they'd be a little better, is Barnes is playing extremely well. He's got his confidence back. He He had a great game. I think he had 29 points. Went to the rim uh, hard over and over and over. So you know what? There are positives, right? But the trade deadline is on February 9th, Dan, and they're going to have to make some moves, I would think. Right. Now, I just don't know what those moves might be. Okay. You need. You, I, they're talking Gary Trent Jr. I, I think he's a great player. I think he's a pretty good shooter, and they're saying they're going to move him. But I, I think they've got a problem at the guard position. Fred Van Fleet is, is tired. He reminds me of Kyle Lowry when he got tired. Right. Right? Does that make sense? No, no. Are they asking make, too much out of them? No, it makes a ton of sense. Um, and with uh, Scotty Barnes uh, signing last year, that was great for that position, but it seems like they haven't addressed the point guard position. 
I agree. Well, they, you know? they thought they had with Malachi Flynn a couple of years ago, but right. there's something, some reason that he just can't seem to make his way into the starting right. lineup, right? Most definitely. Um, now, again, we'll, we'll get to the NFL in a second. I just want a couple quick things. Felix Oger Alassim, um, big day. He's sixth rank. He won a big match against, uh, I believe, he <laughs> played against Francis. Oh, I, I, I'm not even going to go there. From Argentina. Kay. An Argentinian. Franny. Franny. He beat Franny, so he's into the fourth round of the Australian Open. Okay. Chapo, he lost this morning in a in a tough five set match against uh, a Polish fella, Hubert, I think it is. Hubert. But he, but you know what's funny? I thought Chapo would be ranked uh, two years ago. Chapo was the guy. Yeah. But our as far as Canadian tennis, Felix is the number one guy, yes. six ranked overall, and yeah. he can win at any level. No, for sure. Chapo has not proven as of yet as good as he is that he can do that. No, for sure. I mean, he showed, Chapo showed moments that he can get deep into a tournament, but I think there's only been a handful where he's, you know, actually made it to the final, um, where uh, Felix seems to make it to the, like, deeper in bigger tournaments. Exactly. Um, big news, though, on women's golf. Brooke Henderson, the LPGA season kicked off yesterday in Orlando, Florida. Yep. She has been uh, undergoing treatment for a wonky back since which and is saying that her back caused her a lot of issues last year and she started she's got a first round lead yes 67 and a, another uh, fun fact for brooke is she switched her her whole uh bag is now tailor-made interesting yeah. you hit tailor-made though maybe maybe she knows what you hit <laughs> 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 to our listeners, that, all the great, all the greats. Was, all I the don't greats come up hit. with many good ones, yeah, but that all was, the greats a, that was a pretty good one. Um, all right, do you want to talk a little NFL? We should. Let's go. Let's go for it. Okay, let's start at the beginning. We got a Saturday game. Yes. We got those Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, come on, Dan. give me a little rundown on what you think is going to happen there. Well, I think that. Well, it's first of all. I, I really like the Jags. I love the Jags. Trevor Lawrence is 37-0 and 0 in Saturday games. He's never lost a Saturday game. Ever. Okay. All right. Well, that's good to know. That stat is mind-boggling. Yep. All right. So that's good to know. <laughs> uh, he really likes playing Saturdays in a Sunday, you know, majority of a Sunday games. So, but <laughs> um, I want to, like, the the – Kansas City Chiefs are not what they were when they won the, the Super Bowl. I agree. But they are still the top team in the AFC. Number one offensive yes. team, too. Yes, they're still the top team. Uh, like, what is the – it is at Arrowhead. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. So, if we're just talking uh, gambling alone, I would say that I would take Jacksonville to cover that. I think it's going to be a lot closer than eight and a half. And um, I, I hate to say it, uh, but Kansas City will win the game because I, I do want to see Jacksonville, but it's just not their time. Eight and a half is too much, though. I agree with everything you just said. Now, we are going to test ourselves and see how we do on Monday morning. Yeah, but we're not taking notes. No, but we'll remember four will games. We? Can we handle four games? I think we can. It's not like we – and Grant's got us if we oh, don't yeah. have it. So I agree with everything you said. It'll be Kansas City close, yep. right? Maybe not the eight and a half. Yep. Okay, let's move over to the Giants and Eagles. Now, you know a lot more. I don't like the Giants, but the Giants have played very well. I don't like anything about the New York Giants. But, 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 I think they're going to be handed uh, – not handed their lunch, but Philadelphia will 
run the run out on them. But yeah. I think. Do you think? What do you think in that game? Well, see, the Giants are a peculiar bunch. Yes, they are. They've showed moments that you know of, of being unstoppable, and moments of being similar to the Cleveland Browns. Like it is, it is really tough uh, to to pinpoint where they are. But I think where they are right now is to come in. They will come into Philadelphia and really run amok. I think that Philadelphia, unfortunately, will be upset by the New York Giants this weekend. Well, you know a lot more about it than well, I do, I, but I, 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 I don't see that at the, all. The only reason I say that is you got a healthy Saquon Barkley. Tremendous football player. Right? Yes. One of the best backs in the league. Catching, running. And I think that Dan Jones is an underrated quarterback. I would uh, put him in, you know, kind of around the same – uh, like in as similar as a Jake uh, as a Josh Allen. Okay. Okay. He's not as big and he doesn't put himself like he doesn't, I guess, put himself in a position to get that extra yard like Josh Allen does. But he he's just as, uh, you know, he's he can j- run just as fast. He's just as mobile and all that sort of stuff. And I think he make some very smart plays to put himself in a position for, you know, continuous first downs. Okay, so New York, you so got the Giants I, in a, in a I like, set. But, I mean, I wouldn't put a dime on that game either. Right. Because what the Giants have done this year. Like, I could be completely wrong on this one. But I, I would like to, to say, okay, I'm going to make a decision. I'm putting my... My uh, my faith in the New York football giants. And the faith is not that strong. New. Okay, gotcha. Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys at San Francisco. Now, I, I'd said to you earlier, I think I'll let, I'll let you say what you said because it's a great line about the Cowboys. Who can beat the Cowboys? It's just the Cowboys. Only the Cowboys can beat the Cowboys. Yeah, especially now. in this week. I mean, what I'm really looking forward to, this to me, is the the game of the weekend. I think it'll be a tremendous game. You know, I know that I know the Cincy Buffalo game that we'll get to, but that's going to be another one to watch. But I mean, don't you remember, you know, the Troy Aikman days? Yes, I Emmett do. Smith, and then you, you know, playing uh, Young and Rice and Crabtree, and you know they the, they those were great days. Yes, they really were. I and. Think. I mean, the like the rivalry that uh, Dallas and the 49ers had back in the, you know, call it the the mid early mid 90s was fantastic. It was. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that game. Uh, I know you don't you're you're not sold on on Purdy, Brock. Purdy. Oh, I, he's done nothing wrong. I just think to put him in this pressure pack game against Dallas, who are playing well right now. Yeah. I just think it's not to knock him. I think he's had a tremendous run, but I just think that'll be the Cowboys in a tight game. Yeah. That's that's what I think. Yeah. So I I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's going to be the Cowboys in a tight game uh, because of Purdy at uh, playing quarterback. I think he's going to have a fantastic day. Right. Uh, I think. I mean, like it's tough not to. You could have a fantastic day handing the ball off to McCaffrey and just or uh, Debo Samuel. You know, knowing that you got uh, the defense you have, like when you're not on the field, like like San Fran is a great team. They sh- yes, they are. They, they are certainly are team. for the reasons you just said. So I think they have a great chance of winning, and 
And like I said, the only team, though, that can beat the Dallas Cowboys right now is the Dallas Cowboys. Right. And if if uh, Dak Prescott has proven to be a, a playoff anomaly, and you know, last week he was unbelievable against the Bucks, and now the Bucks don't have the defense that the uh, that. Uh, sorry, the, they don't have the defense that San Fran has, right? Right. And plus, uh, you know, Dallas is going to have to be a little more, uh, they're going to have to use different pieces rather than just doing what they did last week. Like they didn't use uh, Ezekiel too much. They threw more balls, all that sort of stuff. Plus, uh, as far as the Dallas defense is concerned, all the Bucks did was throw they had 66 throws. Right. There was no running. No, they don't so have a running gonna, game. So they're, for them to to win, they got to stop the run, which is going to be tough with Samuel and uh, McCaffrey. Yeah, but, so, but, I mean, you like Dallas? Who do you like? I like Dallas, too, and I, I was going to say Dallas. I think it's going to be a close, close one. But just to be devil's advocate, I'm going to go San Fran. All right. But I like your Dallas pick more. Okay, well, I don't know how to. I don't know how to look at that, but I will. I get you. Yep. Uh, Bills and, and now this one scares me because I'm about. I want the Bills to do well, but yep. this is. I'll tell you what I think is going to happen. This is going to be a very close game. I think Buffalo. This is where the home uh, field advantage comes into play. This is a big, big thing for Buffalo to have the game in Buffalo. Yep. Joe Burrow plays well against them, but this is going to be the Bills in a tight game. The Bills have to play better than they played last weekend. They have to. And I think they probably will. What do you think, Dan? Oh, I, that's all I can say about it. I think home field advantage is going to be huge in this one. Absolutely. You, you, Bill's Mafia will be out in full force. There won't be a table that won't be broken in, a ha- in half by noon on Sunday. <laughs> like, uh, you know, there, there, won't be, there won't be a full mustard or ketchup bottle anywhere. Uh, it will be just pandemonium in Orchard Park. Uh, but uh, I do like the I do like the Cincinnati Bengals. I do like what they bring. I like I I, I think that they're going to break the Bills' hearts yet one more season. You know what? You're just being counter to everything. But I no like no, no no no. That was no, mine. You're knowledgeable. No no, no, no. I was going to go. I was going to say. Now. I was going to say Dallas right. to go with you, but then I had. But then I realized that you were going to go Buffalo, and so I thought, you know, just to be consistent, I might as well say San Fran. Yeah, you're all about consistency. I like yeah. that. I like that. That's yeah. a good. That's a good call. So we'll we'll have to check this all out. It's going to be a great weekend yeah. of football. Now I don't want to make you guys mad at me. Okay, I don't want you mad at me no. by what I'm going to do because I know you went down a a little road here on Wednesday, but I have to bring it up because I find, I we have to talk what, about curling. It. Nope. Canadian okay. Canadian Figure Skating Association. Now, this has not, as, as the fact checker told me, this has no ties to uh, Olympics or anything other than what we in Canada have decided. There Canadian are two. F- figure skating. In figure skating. I don't remember talking about figure skating. Okay, well, we're, we, this is where it's going to get maybe interesting, but don't okay. be mad at me. <laughs> don't be mad. Uh, pairs, da- there's, there's dancing and there's the technical side. Okay. Okay. So, uh, our, we, our Canadian Figure Skating Association has decided that on the dance, pairs dance, uh, we can now have same-sex skaters together. Okay. Now, I put my head around this, and I, don't, and I have no problem with this, okay. really. I think the man-woman has a huge advantage in the dance over man-man. They're going to be grouped together. 
Now, You'd have to have the, a big, big, strong man and a smaller man for some of those maneuvers. I understand what you're saying. But I'm thinking not only that, there is an issue. They say that a lot of the women's pairs, there aren't enough men figure skating anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they loosen it up. So I, I, all I'm saying is I kind of understand this. And I don't think there's any edge there. It's not the technical carry, you know, spin with yeah. you above your head. It's a dance. And you know what? I'm, I'm a bit shocked, but I don't, it, I don't mind it. No, I don't like. Yeah, it. I, 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 I to don't. me, it, it makes total sense to to do whatever, because uh, I mean, I look at uh, you know figure skating, the same as dance. You know, like it's it's a, it's an art form, right? And whether you know, like, it, there's never even sex. Like whether you have you gotta have a guy up there, gotta have a girl. Like if it's girls, if it's just guys, I mean, it doesn't make a difference to me. I know. It was just kind of a very intriguing thing that I heard. That's yeah. all. And I don't think there's any edge given yeah. at all. Like I just it? find it hard to have. I mean, to me, the, it's one of those sports that the judging alone, it makes no sense to begin with anyways. Well, so the it's judging's gonna, out the window. It doesn't yeah, mean it's not going to affect anything. No, you know? I mean, I'm not mad at you, Percy, for bringing it up. I just wanted to say that. I'm a little, I'm a little hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but what I want to know is, is how deep, did you dive into this article to find, like, did you just, like, is this on the surface? Because I, I want to ask a couple questions. You want to ask me a couple yeah, questions? Yeah, I want to ask a couple. Of, okay, I, fire away. Okay, so will there be different categories? No. There, no if you like, go will there be boy, boy, it's all going to be dance as you can have. There's no category. They're all lumped together. Okay. All right. So what what happens if there is going to be, you know, there shows that there is an advantage to well, say, uh, you know, either girl, girl or boy, boy. Let's say there is an event. There is a specific unique advantage that, you know, though the two pairs, you know, it, it's almost like, OK, you know, let's say the podium is going to be if you have, you know, two guys. You know, the and and let's say all the teams of two guys. I've seen the movie Blades of Glory. It, it's going to be, it's going to be like first, second, third. You know what I mean? Or it's going to be, you know, two girls first, second, third. But that would like, be over like, time, like, correct? Like it's, it, well, you can't judge it immediately as being a. That's all I'm thinking. An advantage. It'll have to happen over time. Well, I think the, the sorry, the advantage will come, you, you know, be noticeable. I would say right away within the first, within the first few tournaments. Now the other, or is it? Are they called tournaments? The first two events. Okay. Events. Yes, thank you. All right. I'm, I'm just thinking of one last thing, and then I'll get off this topic altogether. Nobody else recognizes this. So my concern would be how do, how do you move What do you forward? mean no one else? Like a this governing This is our Canadian bodies? call. Oh, this is just oh, This, this is, is nobody else. Oh, so this we've isn't an international to, thing. We've decided to be oh. the trailblazers here. So does it just it doesn't mean much moving forward once you get out of the Canadian regionals. I'm not, I haven't dug deep enough into it to figure all this out, but I will continue to strike and look for an answer. All right, we're, we're going to leave this all together. What do you think? Uh, I'm just trying to think if I have one more question for you, Percy. So if it's, <laughs> if it's just in Canada and now you're putting yourself at a disadvantage, because yes. let's say the best two women and the best two guys decide to pair up and be on the same team now when you go to international com- uh, competition they now have to uh they've been practicing with each other now they got to change teammates 
to compete on an international level. So that makes zero sense to me. I'm exhausted now, but you're right. There, <laughs> the fact that we are the only country doing this is problematic. Right? Yes. Now, but we're going to have to look into this more. I'm just thinking of it as a successful competition yeah. perspective in the international. I just think as long as everyone remembers to take the skate guards off the skates before they go onto the ice, it should all work out. All right. I, I think you're probably right. And I used mm. to, I did that the odd time. We used to have to hit the ice with skate guards. I tried that once uh, when I was about five years old. That doesn't work at all. No, no. You really can't hold an edge. No. <laughs> all right. Junior C Otters, a big game tonight. I think I'm going to slide down to Midland tonight yep. uh, and watch the game. This is one of those games, Dano and Grant, that is really important because Midland is a team that should never, ever beat Huntsville, ever. Right. Huntsville have been on a bit of a skid. They've had a rough goal lately, three losses. But if they take this Midland team lightly, that's that's a problem. Right. You come you come with your game, and Coach Farnsworth has a winning two points if they show up because they are a, we're a better hockey team than Midland. Should be. Should be, yes. right. But we only have one game this weekend. Good luck to the boys. I'll probably have a report on that on Monday. Are you going to the game tonight? I'm going to the game. I All will right. be I will be uh, rocketing down the highway to Midland tonight. Oh, it's in Midland. It's in Midland. I'm oh. I'm, I'm an out of towner. All right. I'm heading out. I want to do a little bit of uh, work for HBR on this one. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. It's been a good show, guys. I'm glad uh, glad you're here. To our listeners, thank you very much. I'm Dave for Dan and Grant. Take care. Have a great weekend, and we'll be back on Monday with more sports. Weather on the Bay. The Bay Weather is brought to you by Muskoka Rental, located at 11 Howland Drive, Huntsville, for expert advice, superior service, and exceptional offers. Periods of light snow ending at noon and then mainly cloudy skies. The temperature steady near minus 2. Tonight, cloudy skies with a low of minus 9. The weekend, Saturday, mainly cloudy skies with a slight chance of flurries in the morning and in the afternoon. High of minus 2 cloudy periods and that chance of flurries in the evening and a low of minus 4. And then Sunday, mainly cloudy skies with a chance of flurries, a high of minus 1. Periods of snow in the evening with a low of minus 5. Darren Smith here, owner of the Bracebridge Barrel House by Lake of Bay.